Good day and welcome to today's NAIA CIDA Capital One Teachable Tuesday webinar. We are pleased to offer this session on wellness and mental health while managing the spring season. We are preparing this as an on-demand webinar and are appreciative that you are joining us either via COSIDA's YouTube channel or in a podcast. For today, please welcome our presenters. Uh, we have Jay Stansel, Amy Canfield, and Jeremy Rosenthal. I am David Gibson and will serve as the webinar moderator. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today, as we have said. Before we begin, we would like to say a quick thank you to our sport corporate sponsor, however, Capital One, presenting sponsor COSIDA's Professional Development and Continuing Education Series. Uh, this webinar obviously will be about mental and uh, wellness, mental health and wellness throughout this uh, upcoming season. We will start kind of in a roundtable order about what each is important to each of our uh, presenters um, or each of our panelists, and then we will kind of get into some common discussions and maybe even some some extras that they want to add on. Um, throughout the rest of this webinar. So we'd like to thank Amy, Jeremy, and Jay for joining us. That's a form of session and a big thanks to our presenters for their discussions and insights. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. So first I wanna kind of go around and talk to each of the three of you just about what, uh, why this is so important to you, why being just an SID and being kind of mental, having the mental soundness and mental uh, uh, maturity and even maybe even some, some wellness things that uh, you find incredibly important uh, as we start, especially as we start staring down um, what some people have as a very, very, very tough schedule. So, uh, Amy, let's start with you on your remarks, and uh, we'll move to Jay and then Jeremy. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. You know, I think um, I'm in uh, one of the, the rare situations. Um, I'm a, at a D3 institution that has not had sports since last March. Um, we possibly, uh, we, you know, we're waiting on a decision on our spring sports, but uh, right now we have been shut down uh, since basically March 16th of last year. Um, so with that, you know, one of the things that I've, uh, you know, I think one of the biggest talking points and something I'm most comfortable sharing is that I suffer from high anxiety. Um, so when we went into lockdown and we were stuck in our homes and not able to go anywhere and I can tell you it was scary to go to the grocery store uh, with high anxiety. Um, it was scary just to live life and to see the news and to be away from your friends and your family and your coworkers um, and even the student athletes uh, that you're so used to working with all the time. Um, so for me, uh, the anxiety was crippling, uh, truly crippling to start the pandemic. Um, you know, I think that's, and I think that's one of the things that gets lost on all of us is we don't realize, you don't really realize that you have anxiety until something like this brings it out in you. Uh, so for me, uh, this was probably one of the biggest challenges um, that I've ever faced. Um, you know, anxiety on top of, on top of weight. So um, I, you know, at the start of the pandemic, um, I found comfort in food too. So, and I think a lot of us uh, can agree with that. We can all agree that sometimes you just find comfort in food. Uh, so for me, it was the anxiety coupled with eating a lot um, and literally uh, realizing that I had gotten to a point where I was the heaviest I'd ever been in my life. Um, I could barely walk up and down stairs without feeling like I was gonna collapse. Um, so. Let me tell you, it's been an it's been an interesting year since last March. It really has, um, and I, I look forward to you know to talking more about that as we go on. But I'll hand it off to my other uh, co-presenters now. 
Um, as for me, uh, the uh, this during this time, the being active and getting uh, and maintaining an active lifestyle uh, as far as being fit and all uh, was very vital for my mental health. Uh, it went, uh, it like Amy alluded to, just like it was just when we went into lockdown and you're and you're pretty much home by yourself, and then you turn on the TV and the news is just all depressing, and then. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with your work or with your school or everything and, and sports and whatnot. And um, I, my exam, anxiety went through the roof. I needed to uh, to get outside. I needed to run. And it ended up to where I, <laughs> I pretty much started running every day and running or, or walking every day, and I, or, which had I've been a runner for over 10 years now, but uh, I needed it even more then just for my mental health and my mental wellness. Uh, I've always found running great to deal with uh, the stressors and the and everything within our profession, within our job, which we'll talk more about later. But for me, um, the I could not. I cannot stress the importance of just being active. I mean, yes, I'm a runner, but any kind of activity, just something physical, just to get uh, some uh, uh, extra activity to to help get your adrenaline going, get those endorphins going to help uh, relieve some of that stress and that anxiety. It help uh, say, hey, everything's not all bad and everything will be, is going to be okay. Yeah, um, I think kind of uh, going off of what, what Jay was just saying, I think there's a, there's a connect, connection between mental health and physical health. And I think the benefits you get from being physically active uh, transfer into your, your mental health. I mean, I try and start my day with, with a run or some kind of exercise, and I feel like that just um, just makes me feel better for the rest of the day. And I can... I can tell kind of mentally when I do exercise and when I don't, you know, I'm just um, in a better place mentally. Um, I'm happier. I'm more productive. Um, so I think there's some definite, you know, ties to that. Um, as I was thinking about it today, I kind of outlined um, kind of three points that I thought were uh, were kind of important in um in this space for, for kind of, you know, wherever you are. Um, and one, uh, so one I think is, is set goals. And I think uh, it doesn't matter, you know, how big or small those goals are. It could be, you know, you want to exercise an hour a day. It could be you want to, you know, walk, you know, 10 minutes a day. Um, that's, that's personal to you. And I think, you know, um, just because somebody else is, is doing a lot more, you know, you got to, do what's what's good for you and what is manageable for you. Um, but I do think it's important to kind of put something down on paper or in your mind. You know, maybe it's a, a 5K run or walk that you want to progress towards some kind of goal to where, um, you know, you're going to have a purpose for getting out and, um, and doing something. Um, the second thing I had was um, was be consistent, but be flexible. Um, so I think it's important to um, 
to, you know, consistently, you know, do something. So if you want to walk every day, you know, walk every day, you know, um, you know, don't just walk, you know, you know, once or twice a week and say, I'm going to take the rest of, you know, the week off, try and be consistent about, um, about doing it, but also be flexible and uh, realize that, you know, we have busy schedules and you, you know, maybe you, uh, you can't always walk at the same time every day, but you can look at your schedule and say, you know, maybe I can do it the morning one day, but then another day I have something in the morning or I had a late event and, uh, you know, just plan out to where, you know, what, uh, what works um, in your schedule. And then the last thing is, uh, and I think we'll talk more about is, uh, is uh, find support, find accountability. It's, it's so much uh, more fun and so much more motivating when you're doing it, you know, with people. And um, it doesn't have to be, you know, in person, obviously we're not able to, uh, to be in person with people as much, but um, maybe you've got a few friends that uh, you can get on Zoom and you can all, uh, you know, be doing a workout together. Um, or maybe uh, you can call up your friend and be like, I'm going on a 30 minute walk, wanna uh, get on the phone and we can we can talk with each other while we go out on, on a nice day and, and walk. So I think, um, yeah, those are, those are kind of my three things, set goals, um, be consistent, be flexible, and um, and find a support system. Well, I can't wait to get into this with each, each and every single one of you. But, uh, Jeremy, I kind of want to come back to you, and I love what you say about the setting the goals. And especially, I mean, heck, we can get into accountability even now because a great way to do that um, is the, the Cofasida Fitness Challenge. And I think Barb called you the commissioner of that. So why uh, why don't you kind of go ahead and just kind of tell the um, the – kind of camaraderie that you get. I mean, you sometimes you get on a team, there's also different little challenges as far as nutrition and things like that are concerned too. So um, again, if this is something that people are interested in and people kind of do in the back of their mind are thinking, uh, you know, a great place to start on my well-being might be just moving your body. Uh, this is a great way to do it, right? For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's something that, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about and, um, it's been really cool to just see how this has kind of taken off and, and grown. And, um, you know, I think more than anything, it's that kind of third piece that I talked about with the finding, you know, that support system. I mean, this group has been um, amazing just to see, um, you know, you, you've got the, the Facebook page there, which uh, has grown to over 300 people on that Facebook group. And, you know, people are, you know, posting, you know, pictures, you know, Amy is posting a picture of, of what she is doing and everybody's getting on there and being like, great job, Amy. And so I think um, having that uh, having that support is um, is is really cool. Um, I, I, I just pulled one of the one of the Facebook posts that uh, from our previous challenge um, and and somebody said, uh, you know, got to say in all serious, no matter what the results it's been so great to be part of this community and have such amazing support. Proud of everybody, no matter how many minutes logged, just being uh, willing to make a change and put in the work. Um, so again, you know, uh, to anybody that's 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 nervous maybe about joining some, something like this, um, uh, you know, we've really tried to make it, you know, inclusive of, of everybody. And uh, it doesn't matter uh, kind of what level you're at. I think uh, it's a great kind of way to, um, to find that support and uh, and even outside of um, 
the exercise component, I think, you know, this kind of started back uh, when the pandemic started. And for some people, it was just cool to be able to engage with other people and even like network with each other and meet other SIDs. I think that was a really cool um, component to it. So uh, check it out. Um, like it says here, we're, um, we're starting up um, another one. It's going to be uh, five weeks and kind of uh, each week kind of has a theme week. Um, so this is not just exercise based. Uh, there's components of mental health. There's components of nutrition. There's components of volunteerism. Um, there's a lot of different uh, aspects to it. So um, uh, check it out. Uh, if you have any questions, um, shoot me an email. I'm happy to um, answer anything about it. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I want to kind of move over to Jay here a little bit. You're obviously the SID at Union as well as you're the uh, AAC SID. So there's quite a lot going on. I'm sure everybody here has got a lot of schedules that are kind of getting a little bit tight as we kind of move through the spring season. So um, Jay, uh, how do you kind of balance that? Maybe find the flexibility portion of what Jeremy was talking about um, and kind of incorporating that into your schedule while also maintaining goals outside of work. I'm sorry, both of, um, to be honest, it's, it takes a lot of work. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, to get, I mean, it's not easy being a school SID or a conference SID and to, um, uh, alone, but to be both, it, it takes a lot of planning. There's, um, and what I'm facing this spring is, unlike anything I've, uh, that any of us has ever seen, because uh, uh, I think, especially especially beginning this month in February, uh, provided everything happens, it's gonna be mayhem, because we're gonna have, for within, uh, with my school and with my conference, we're gonna have our conference basketball, our conference basketball tournaments and at the end of February, then we'll turn around and have our women's volleyball conference tournament in March. And because of scheduling and everything, it has to be in the middle of the week. It has to be a Wednesday, Thursday, because that's the only time the venue is available. Uh, then 1st of April, we've got our men's and women's soccer tournaments. Uh, then we've got uh, softball tournament at the end of April and the 1st of May we've got baseball and somewhere thrown in there uh, we've got the tennis tournaments and I'll, I, I just happen to forget that uh, at the end of this week we'll have our swimming championships followed by the following week our indoor track championships and then of course I mean it's just Right now, we're getting ready to start these dominoes of championship, after championship, championship, like we've never seen before. And trying to manage everything between union and with uh, the AAC is is daunting. But honestly, I just, I need my time to 
run. I need that time for myself. That's that is my time, and that is the time I need to just to escape. Uh, it sounds weird that uh, with all these crazy schedules that I have tried to carve out an hour or two each day for myself to go run, but because I get to take that time for myself, I'm able to clear my head, think things through. I'm actually able to, um, um, some of my best ideas for work have come during a run. You're just thinking, you know, like, oh yeah, that'd work. Because your mind's free, you're just out and it just happens. Um, and I need that time to focus on, my, on myself because that makes me a better person, helps me think clearer, and helps me actually perform better on my jobs. And running is not necessarily easy. And some of the, especially when you're training for some of the races that I've done. I've done uh, six marathons before. I've done a couple of 50Ks. And right now, for, I'm in the middle of training for a 50-mile 50 50 race. It's those mental battles that you face to get to say, to try to push yourself to go through that, that really helps me to uh, overcome these challenges um, that I face on the job. Uh, that's like this week. We've got baseball and softball and football all starting. Oh, meanwhile, we're in the middle of a nice long home stretch also of, with basketball. So we're just like, how are we going to handle these things? You have to sit down and, and just figure it out. We uh, and I'll you know, just take the time, and it's a juggle. Uh, it's not easy, and you just have to um, uh, take these battles. And it's nothing like being able to think things through and have that clear mind to tackle, to be able to do that. And that's what uh, my fitness journey does for me. I did that time just like, okay, I've got it. I've conquered this. I can, this is going to be, this won't be so tough. This won't be as hard. Uh, and again, and, and, if, and if you're fit and healthy mentally and physically, then that makes the job that much easier. Uh, you don't get as tired on those long days. You don't wear out as fast. You can think more clearly when uh, everything hits the fan at once. That's fair. Um, I think no matter what it is, whether it be exercising or whether it be any hobbies or anything like that. My brother, he's got uh, his Brazilian jiu-jitsu that he does. For me, I also do a lot of running. That's my arena. That's my time to kind of be by myself, as Jay said. And I do battle with myself and my thoughts because I don't listen to any. I don't listen to any music, and I, I stay there with, within myself. And uh, and he's absolutely right. Clears my mind. I mean, do whatever works best for you. Um, but I think what is most important here is the courage to start. And and Amy, uh, I've, I've been there before, and a lot of other people have been there before. Um, to where even going out to eat for me was scary. Um, so talk about just starting a journey and maybe even those stumbling blocks that you might hit along the way because we're all bound to hit them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I will say 
in all due respect to you guys as runners, this lady is not a runner. Uh, I was a softball catcher and I no longer have the knees to like hit any kind of pavement or a treadmill. So props to you guys. But you know what? Here's the big thing. It's okay to not be a runner. It's okay. It's okay to just be a walker. It's okay to uh, just do exercise. Um, you know, you got to be, first of all, you got to be comfortable. And you know, as Jeremy says, you got to be flexible. You got to give yourself grace and allow your body to do what it can actually do. Um, you know, for me, David, the the journey was was really tough. When I realized that I was at the heaviest that I had ever been at, um, I was at about 275. I'm really not shy on saying that. Um, most people would be like, ah, that's, you know, you, you didn't even look it. Well, guess what? I felt it. I felt mm -hmm. it in every fiber of my being. Um, you know, I, I didn't sleep well at night. Uh, I was tired all the time during the day. I started taking naps. Like, I mean, most people can do that anyways, but that was not me. Um, and it was a wake up call. So what I did was I actually started slow, very slow. Um, I went out for walks and, you know, if I could get to a mile, that was great. That was the, that was the, that was the catalyst. That was what helped it. And I tried to start watching what I ate. Um, and I didn't, but the problem was, is I really didn't have guidance. Um, and for me, what really made a difference is what Jeremy already alluded to is that support. Um, you know, I was in a conversation on, on Cosida Fitness. Um, and we started talking and I had seen an ad on TV of all places for Beachbody on demand. Most people are like, really? That's how you started? Yeah, it really was. And, you know, when I, when I started with Beachbody, I, I just signed up for like a six month thing. I'm like, you know what, that, you know, maybe I'll find something that works for me. Well, I happened to mention it and see something in Cosida Fit. And I got connected to Amanda Radke at University of North Florida and Chelsea Chamberlain at LSU and Sammy Wellman. Um, and our little group just started to grow and grow and grow. So I've created some of the best friends I could have ever imagined. And we don't see each other. I mean, we see each other on Zoom. Um, we see each other on text messages and whenever we can and we get together and we chat. Um, but that's my accountability, you know, that's my support network. And that's what gave me the courage to do this. Um, I had lost weight before in the past. Um, I lost about 60 pounds, uh, probably 11 years ago at my previous job, gained it all back and then some, and it's hard and it's scary. And it's even more scary to do it in a pandemic when, you're afraid to take a step outside and go to the grocery store. Um, even going on a walk scared me because even though I wasn't around other people, you have a virus that you can't see and you don't know what's going on. Anxiety is, it, it's crippling. It was crippling for me. And what this has done for me has, it's not just trans, transformed my body. Mental health wise, having the support network has literally given me an outlet for every little thing that could be out there um you know having these people that are there to not just support but to be able to talk through things that are going on um you know i don't have as crazy of a of a spring or a year as as jeremy and jay do as i said my sports have been shut down since march 
Um, and I don't know for certain if they are going to come back. But I have those same stressors. Um, you know, people still want things from me. I still have projects that need to get done. Um, so having that system, having that network of people that are there for me no matter what, that's the biggest thing that I could have ever imagined out of this. Um, especially my family is five hours away. And I haven't been able to, I've been able, thankfully I've been able to see them twice. Um, once in the summer and then this past uh, holidays, I was able to see them. But that's a lot of time on your own. Um, and when you have friends that are spread out across the country, building that network, um, whether it's you know through Beachbody, which I've e built an even bigger network of people through Beachbody, um, whether it's Cosita Fit, just being involved and being able to connect with these people, you just don't know how much you have in common with them until you start talking. And that's that's the biggest thing. So I know it's scary and I know it takes a lot, but Cosita Fit, that was like, uh, Jeremy can tell you, I kind of hesitantly put a foot in the water on that one and then just ran with it um, because I had that support group. I had my team that I was a part of. Um, so that was the big thing. But then within that team, you know, my first time around, one of my beach body coaches was actually my Amanda. She was she was my coach. She was my team leader in the Cosita Fit Challenge. Um, you know, and the second time around, uh, Jeremy was my was my leader. So you just you have this support system no matter what you do. The biggest thing is finding the courage to put your foot out there and say, I'm gonna step into it and I'm gonna make a change. And realizing that no matter what, you're gonna have people around to support you, no matter if there's good or if there's bad. And I can tell you, I've had enough bad. I've had times where I'm pushing myself to the limit and I'm not seeing results. Um, but 73 pounds later, which is what I've lost in weight since June of 2020, you can do it. You really can. You can do it. And having the support system is what makes it all worth it. As Amy said, you don't have to be a runner. You could be a weightlifter. You could be a walker. You could be a beach body fit person, whatever it is. Um, I'm a big reader, personally, outside of all the movement that I do. Um, and I think that one thing that applies to what you said, Amy, is uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, I think a few people have read it. It is a pretty popular read, but um, he talks about just moving the needle a little bit. I think there was an example in his book about um, – somebody who wanted to lose weight, wanted to get fit, wanted to get strong, and uh, just couldn't stick to any regiment that he had. So um, he mastered the art of showing up every day, much like you all have and much like many people are attempting to do, much like many people have in this industry. Um, so what the guy did was he got a gym membership. He would walk in the door on the first day, turn right back around. And he did that for about a week. But what it, And some people are thinking like, well, that's not, not much progress, but that is in the mind. Um, what that does is it allows him to show up, gets his body used to getting up, getting used to making the drive and getting used to walking through the door. And that was just the first step of doing that. And since then, that guy had lost X number of pounds. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head, but that's one thing that popped in my mind. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, accountability with yourself and maybe even just kind of working through the mental maze that we all are going through. I know that uh, I've got my notes up here to my left and I can see the number of sports everybody's got ranging from power five to D3 to NAI and being in a conference SID. So um, Jay, I kind of want to bounce back to you here a little bit. Uh, 
how do you kind of keep yourself sane, maybe even not even just um, running or maybe even uh, keeping yourself well with meals or anything like that outside of this? Well, you, as far as like with meals, uh, you have to think things through and have a plan and be conscious about it. Uh, you, I mean, because we all know within our profession and stuff, it's we, it, we it's very easy just to grab what's convenient. And let's be honest, the majority of what's convenient is not healthy. Uh, whether it's fast food or whatnot, it's uh, it's not the best best for you. Uh, so I intentionally make sure I have uh, some snacks around, got some healthy snacks. Uh, for example, got a banana. I've got some oranges or raisins down in in my desk. I've got I, I usually have a, like a Lara bar. Or some kind, something like that that will that will help because we have those long days. For example, yesterday I had a 12-hour work day because we had a normal day and then we had doubleheader basketball, so it was a full 12-hour work day. I'm going to have probably I'm going to have a couple of those. Uh, I think three more of those this week. So it's it's so you have to have that. I also uh, make sure I have like. Um, I bring healthy lunches or if I'm going to go out and grab a meal, I'm going to get something that's um, a little more healthier or whatever. I'll go um, and get the grilled chicken salad instead of the burger and fries or something like like that. Um, I also, in addition to my other staff, I keep PB&J in the office. It's a good for me. It's a good snack. A little quick lunch or whatever, uh, and you know you have to make these conscious decisions before. Uh, another thing that I did personally was uh, I cut out all sodas, all pops. About I did that about ten years ago, which was kind of amazing because at the time I was drinking probably about three or four uh, diet Mountain Dews a day. So uh, yeah, so but. I've replaced that with uh, even more coffee. So it's coffee and water for me. So um, it's, I mean, that taking that, and then what was amazing was when I took out that soda, even though I was drinking diet, within the first uh, month or two, I dropped an additional 10 pounds. And that's the only thing I changed was the, 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 at taking out the, the carbonated drinks like that. Uh, it, it was rather, I, you don't realize it, even if it's a diet, it's still not necessarily the healthiest for you. So, um, but again, it just goes back to you have to make a plan. You can't just uh, kind of wing it because Let's be honest, when you're trying, when you're winging, you're in a rush, especially within our profession, you're just like, well, I just got this done, but I've only got about 30 minutes to go get something. You're not, you're more likely to run through McDonald's or something like that instead of maybe getting a little bit healthier option going to Subway because, you know, it takes a little longer to get a sub sandwich. But um, 
the game. It, it comes down to planning. It's it's nothing but fun. Loving intently too, Jeremy. What about you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think um, this spring is is going to be you know crazy for a lot of people, and um, I would say you know don't don't use the excuse that you know you're too busy to uh, to be fit and to be uh, consider nutrition um, to exercise. So. I think it's too important and it's too beneficial um, to to neglect that. And hopefully you're you're in a position. Hopefully uh, we're in a position where um, we have some you know flexibility. I mean I'm I'm fortunate that that the setup for for me and our office. You know my you know supervisors are. Um, you know, supportive, um, you know, they don't hold us to, you know, an extremely strict time schedule. Um, so, you know, I don't need to be, you know, in the office, you know, 830, 9 o'clock in the morning, you know, I can, you know, I can wake up and, you know, do do some exercise, uh, you know, get into the office, you know, whether it's 9, 930, 10 o'clock, you know, um, we're, um, you know, you you know what you need to do to um to complete the tasks that you need to to complete and like jay said it's a matter of planning and if you can look at your schedule and be like these are the times i know i have events or, or things i have to do um you know surely there's you know you know 10 20 30 minutes to you know get up and and, and go for a walk um you know, um, so I think it's it's important to just uh, to just not neglect that and to not, you know, use the excuse that, you know, I'm too busy to, uh, to you know, exercise or or plan a, a nutritious meal. I think, um, you know, we're all, uh, you know, pretty good at time management because we have to be because our lives are, you know, kind of crazy. Um, but, you know, use that time management and. Um, and put in, you know, that that exercise as part of your schedule, and I think you'll see enormous um, benefits from it. And uh, and I too love a PB and J sandwich. Awesome guys. Um, real quick, I just want to ask each of you just kind of a, a kind of rapid fire here. Um, we are all going through the same things, and we are all kind of well with the pandemic and everything. Everybody's got a different scheduling situation, things like that, but. Um, kind of wanted to talk to you guys about Cosada coffee shops. Uh, I have partaken in a couple of them, um, and I wanted to kind of ask you guys how could these help SIDs take a t little time away from their work to, to talk to people um, just like you who are kind of going through the same thing. Um, so maybe that kind of rounds back to the accountability thing here for everybody. How important is it to kind of get involved with these? Um, it might not even have to be Cosada coffee shops, although those do help. And we'll start with you, Jeremy. Yeah, I think it's I think it's been great. I think the response has has been great. You know, I I get on there and sometimes they're uh, you know filled up by the time that I uh, want to sign up. So I think uh, I think they've been great, and I think people have uh, have found real uh, you know support from them. So I think it's I think the plan is to to continue them, and so would encourage people to to sign up. Um, yeah, I mean again, I just think the 
just uh you know connecting with people is is so important and you know in a time where we can feel you know withdrawn from people you know any time that you can uh, you know have that uh, time to you know connect with people is great and i think that's what uh, the coffee shops uh, offer jay we'll go to you uh, well what i found is in uh, one of these coffee shops is that um, it's great connecting to people who are going through the same thing you are. Uh, you know, there's, I don't know, there's sometimes comfort and misery. You know, we're all in this uh, place together, but we can all, but because of the pandemic, we're all kind of separated from one another, but you, uh, you, you connect with other people and find, hey, they're, going through the same things i am and 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 you know what for one that makes you feel better hey i'm not alone then you can find you get in the conversations of like well how are you dealing with this situation or what are you doing or here's how i'm coping and you create these great bumps and through these coffee shops i've been uh i'm i've been able to connect with uh, many more other sids throughout and I mean, it's, I mean, it's been great and become good friends that way. And it's, it's been, uh, like I said, it's, it's another mental health boost to be able to talk and communicate uh, and connect with other persons who are in the same situation that you, you are in or in a similar situation and seeing how they are handling everything. So. Uh, for me, it's, a, it's been a bonus, and I highly recommend trying to getting involved in it. Yeah, you know, I, th I think what's really great is that there are a lot of more structured coffee shops as well on different topics. Um, but you know, for me, the the benefit of uh, the coffee shops have been knowing that you're not alone. You know, there's somebody out there in our profession that's going through the exact same thing that you are going through. Somebody has it just as tough or just as hard and doesn't know how to get through things. Um, and this is a chance to be able to speak freely in a small group, um, a group of people that understand what you're going through. They might not be going through it right then, but at some point in their careers or at some point in their lives, they've been going through it. So being able to have that support is huge. And the coffee shops really does help you through that. One thing I do want to double back on, because um, with the, the snacks and you know talking about the food prep. I didn't get to I didn't get to chime in on that one. I just Sorry about go, that. No, it's okay. But I just wanted to let folks know just taking one step, one step to make a, a change, sometimes that makes all the difference in the world. So like Jay said, cutting out cutting out soda. I mean I drink almost a gallon of water a day. That's just what I do because I'm not really big on other drinks now. Like I, almond milk and chocolate milk is about as far as I get beyond water just making one small change to your routine you'd be surprised at how big of a difference it can make don't let you know needing to somebody telling you that you need to eat salads all the time or that you should only eat chicken and not red meat or believe me i've lost 73 pounds but i haven't lost it by uh not eating chocolate and i haven't lost it by not indulging in things i've lost it by being smart and putting in the work and listening to my body and giving myself grace and giving myself 
acceptance, lenience, um, patience, all of those different things. So, you know, and, and that's another thing. I think coffee shops, Cosida Fit, these are the things that are going to help you on that journey, no matter where you are in that journey, whether you are looking to build muscle, whether you are losing, you want to lose fat, whether you want to gain better mental health, you want to gain more friends. It doesn't matter. You're going to find it in this community. You are going to find it. And so, you know, reach out and get involved and you'll be surprised at how big of a difference it's going to make for you. So I'm hearing a lot of during this uh, during this call that we've had here is uh, be smart, be intentful or intentful is that a word? Have intent um, and just uh, move your body, move anything that makes you happy, hobbies, reading, whatever it is, man. Um, can't wait to see what you all do. So does anybody have any uh, final remarks before we uh, kind of wind this thing down? Well, I just would like to just a couple things. Talk about the moving in your body. It's like uh, in my household right now it's just my wife and my daughter now since my son's moved off to college and stuff and we all three stay fairly active but we're all pretty much fairly different i'm the hardcore runner and stuff that that's my thing i enjoy to go run i really don't care to do the ab workouts or the other the weightlifting or anything like that and I had add my son, he's into big and weightlifting, so he's working in that. So that's his thing. Um, my wife, she hates to run. She's miserable. She hates it. Now, we'll go on long walks together. She'll use the elliptical. She'll do some uh, uh, ab and core workouts with my daughter. My daughter, she, she, she does a little bit of everything. She plays soccer, so she does run. She runs with me. but And she also has her other core and other workout routines to keep her active and stuff and fit and so during this pandemic when it was last year uh i didn't i mean we never thought she was over heavy or overweight or anything but from she's lost 60 pounds and we're just like i mean we're, we're stunned i mean just because she's been active and adding, the other thing I want to add to about the diet, don't feel like you have to neglect or leave out something or you can't have something to diet because you eat it like, like a piece of cake. Yeah, I can't have it because you can have cake. Trust me, I've had plenty of cake during my weight loss journey. Uh, it, again, it's being smart. You can have some, just don't go overboard. Don't beat yourself up because to be honest, that beating yourself up mentally is is worse than eating the cake. Same, and I mean, because you and, and find it, but um, you can, there's no food you should really, I mean, obviously people's, uh, diets and makeups and it, and all stuff different that they can't that have food because of allergies and whatnot. But by and large, there's really no food that you have to neglect and that you can't enjoy or have within reason. I mean, it's everything within reason. Uh, but just again, like you said, just be smart, plan, and and work things out. And again, going back to having a plan. Another thing that's really helped us and my family 
because my wife and I, we sit down every Sunday and say, and map out what our dinner is going to be and when I'm going to be home. Like, unfortunately, this week, the only day I'm home for dinner, it was Monday. So, uh, but, and by doing that, that helps further the planning of what to eat and, and what we're going to have. I think, I, think one of the, I think one of the thing that's really important as well, uh, just the last thing that I'll say is um, don't feel like you need to be in a gym to get your to get a workout in. Um, I've been doing all of this. Uh, my journey has all been within my home or at my parents' house. Um, yes, I would go out for walks, um, which I still do, but everything that I've done, it's all been weights and it's been cardio and it's all been in my home. So don't be afraid to take that leap. And, you know, obviously, uh, if anybody wants to reach out to me, um, after hearing this and wants more, uh, as I'm sure Jeremy and, and Jay will uh, say as well, please don't, don't hesitate to reach out because I'm happy to share my journey. Anything to add, Jeremy? Not really. I think uh, I think they uh, they summed it up uh, pretty well. I think uh, we've got a you know Coastside is just a great you know supportive you know network. Um, you know that's kind of my one of my biggest you know takeaways and points of pride with our organization is just how much we support and and help each other. Yep, absolutely not alone. So um, yeah, like I like they said, we are, I'm sure I can speak for everybody when we're all open to talking about what we we we're going through, uh, what's worked best for us, um, and what uh, we can do to help you guys moving forward. And this is just the first step of that. So um, we'd like to thank uh, Amy, Jeremy, and Jay for joining us for this informative session. A big thanks to our presenters for their discussion and insights. Um, thanks for joining us today. Additional webinars and podcasts and some pre-taped educational lounge uh, learning sessions will be rolled out in the next few weeks. Um, so we encourage you to check that out at cosida.com for updates, information on professional development opportunities. I want to say one thing before we kind of go. I want to thank Jordan Alves for getting this all together. Uh, thank you all very much for, for doing this for us, Jordan, and uh, we hope that you're doing well. So thanks again for joining our NAIA SIDA uh, Teachable Tuesday webinar and podcast.